Intention means to bring a sense of purpose to what we're doing on a daily basis. How do we do that? Well, believe it or not, more than half of all our behaviors happen out of habit and routine. More than half of everything we do throughout the day requires no involvement of our prefrontal cortex because there's no decision-making involved. It's just done as a rote behavior. So routine is okay, but it is really important to check in with our routine to bring awareness and make sure that this routine, this habit, this pattern is part of what I intend to experience in life, what I intend to do in my life. So to bring more intention to your life, all we have to do is take ordinary routines and bring more awareness to them. So things that we do all the time, like eating, getting dressed, hygiene, we probably do it without even knowing what we're doing. Have you ever had the experience of being in the shower and not knowing if you washed your hair or not? And then having to check the bottle to see if there's some clue <laughs> before doing it you know, unnecessarily a second time? In the car, if somebody said, hey, was that last light red or green? And we don't know. Because we weren't present. Because we weren't intentional. If it's going to something constructive and meaningful, that's well and good. But if it's just drifting to different places and all the time it's just fantasizing about the future or obsessing about the past, it's probably contributing to our stress. It's probably making us feel more restless overall. So one way to become more intentional is to practice bringing more awareness to those ordinary activities. So intention is about breaking out of habit, being more aware, and using ordinary opportunities to go deeper into your life, to connect more deeply with the present moment. One of the reasons why we feel that time is moving faster as we get older, doesn't it feel like as we get older that time is flying? But the days don't always seem like they're flying. This seminar might not feel like it's flying. <laughs> but in the end, it feels like that day was fast or that week was fast. I can't believe it's Friday. Can you believe it's Friday? One of the reasons is that we are not writing enough in our mental journal. If we're not mindful, if we're not aware, at the end of the day, you don't have a lot of notes in the memory. So when we don't have a lot of notes, we have the feeling it went fast. But in the present moment, you may actually feel like this is taking forever. So the days are long, but the years are fast. And it's a function of perception and mindfulness. A child is looking at so many things for the first time so they could stay with something longer, a tree, a flower, a dandelion, and connect deeply with all of these things. The end result is there's a tremendous amount of, of entries into the mental journal. So when you look back, it feels rich. It feels like there, a lot happened. And some scientists are saying that if we actually practice mindfulness and pay deeper attention to things that we think we've seen all the time, but we haven't. Because even though that's the same way to work, the sky will never ever be that way that it is that particular day. You know, the trees will never look exactly that way. The things that happen around you will never be exactly the same. The air, the smells, and if we can pay more attention to these aspects of our routine, we can connect more deeply with the present moment. We can break out of habits and we can make our life more purposeful. Another aspect of this is our values. 
So when we make decisions based out of how we feel, that's reactive and impulsive. When we can step back mindfully, see what's happening, and be aware of what we're thinking and feeling, then we create a space between what's happening to us and how we respond. And we can respond in alignment with our values. Let's say we are driving on the road and we're in traffic and there's somebody on the side and we wave them in. Why would we wave somebody in? Out of what value? Common courtesy. It's courtesy on the road. So we think, let me do that because I'm a nice guy. I'm a courteous driver. And, and I wave that person in and they don't even look at me. Am I still feeling good about that decision? Or am I starting to feel like this ungrateful SOB? I didn't have to do that. If I'm not happy with my decision, or if I want to give them a new gesture, then maybe that means that I've lost sight of my values for a moment. Because if I was doing that out of courtesy, that should be enough. If I'm doing that so that I can get some appreciation, then I'm not really living out of my values. I'm actually buying some appreciation with my kindness. Similarly, we may be at the store and if the cashier says something sarcastic to us or insulting, we might become sarcastic. Or we might say something rude like, sounds like somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. Why do we do that? If our value is kindness and respect, then why do we abandon it in that moment? Probably because we're not fully aware of what our value is in that moment. We're triggered and we're reacting. But with enough intention, we can be clear about what we want to do. Because a lot of times people don't feel good about themselves when they react. On the road, with road rage, or in these situations. But with, with intention, we try to stay true to our values. Think about a value like positivity. People say, I want to have a positive attitude, I want to be a positive person. But think about how hard that is or how often we abandon that. So it's just about developing the awareness and seeing where we deviate. And reminding ourselves to come back to who we really want to be. So it's a life of purpose. There are 2,000 hospital admissions annually for bagel-related injuries. They call them BRIs. <laughs> Yesterday, one of the counselors raised her hand and said, I have been to the emergency room for, I am one of those 2,000. <laughs> so she was able to explain, well, when you are applying a certain amount of pressure to cut your bagel in half, it's not the same amount of pressure that you need as you get towards the center, because there's a hole there and it gets softer as you go in, but it's harder on the outside. And she was talking to people and went through too fast and, and hit her thumb. So the point here is what? The point here is to be more present, to be more aware of what we're doing. So we get two benefits when we are more intentional. One, we're more skillful. We make less mistakes. We drop our iPhone less and don't need to go for a new one every two months or so. Secondly, we get more joy out of life. You know, you may hear from patients or clients, I just, I don't, I can't enjoy this book. I don't enjoy this movie anymore. I don't enjoy talking to my family like I used to. It's not so much that these activities 
or things aren't enjoyable, but if the mind is not present, we can't get the joy out of it. If I'm in front of a movie, but my mind is sunk in sorrow about something that happened earlier, or obsessed about what could happen and worried about the future, I can't enjoy what's going on in the present moment. Even in the simplest things like having a meal, we do so many other things when we have a meal. Talking to our family, we're looking at our news feed on our phone, we're watching TV, and we're not getting the full amount of joy that we can get out of something as meaningful and powerful and life-supporting and nourishing as eating. And so when we're not getting as much joy out of it and we're not as skillful at it, even something as simple as eating becomes problematic because if we're not paying attention, we don't know how much to eat and we also don't know how much to chew. We swallow our food in general way too fast. Our stomach doesn't have teeth. So we swallow large particles of food and all our stomach can do then to break it down is release more acid. And this is a factor in acid reflux syndrome. I've talked with people and I've helped people manage their acid reflux sim symptoms by being more mindful with eating. I said, just be intentional. Set your fork down in between bites. Decide when the right moment it is to go for another bite. Otherwise, you're back into routine. It's just shoveling. The minute one bite's going in, the next bite's already lined up and coming. But if you set your fork down, then you can decide when the right moment is to pick it up again. And you can decide and choose consciously how much to chew and try to puree your food more so that your stomach doesn't have to work as hard to break it down, which aids digestion, reduces gas, reduces other digestive complications over time. So something as simple as eating becomes so much more skillful and so much more enjoyable. So values are qualities or principles that you want to live by, like honesty, integrity, compassion, kindness, we mentioned courtesy, respect, patience, willingness, openness, anything at all, anything at all that is important to you, that may be part of your family values or part of your upbringing or part of your religious beliefs, pick one to be a priority for the rest of your day and see how that affects your intention and how it might affect your decision-making. Because if you become aware, you can ask yourself, hey, is what I'm about to do here, is that honoring that value that I picked for today? If not, maybe hold off on that or tell yourself, yeah, I'll do that, but first let me honor my value. Because what I hear a lot when working with clients is, let me honor the 20th most important thing, which might be comfort or relaxation or fun, and I'll come back to the most important thing. Well, when that becomes a habit, what ends up happening? People feel like they're not getting the results they want out of the most meaningful areas of their life. When you're not honoring the most meaningful value, you feel far away from yourself. You feel out of alignment with yourself. And when you feel out of alignment with yourself, you have less energy to do what's important. So that's how depression also becomes this downward spiral. By connecting more deeply with the value, you feel aligned and you get energy from that. You can expand upon that. For example, I start the year with three values for the year. And I base my bigger decisions on those three values. This year it was love, creativity, and adventure. So. 
I made a lot of life choices that impacted me in a big way, but they were all, all the big ones were in honor of those three. And I did it as an experiment. Let me see where this leads me in life. Love, creativity, adventure. And the end result is I feel a lot more fulfilled. But I don't know if I would have done all those things if I wasn't clear about what matters to me. So I think it's important on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, on an annual basis, to really think, what are my top values? Because you can't honor them all. Why can't you honor them all? Because there's limited time and there's a high amount of distractibility. High distractibility, which means I can easily be persuaded elsewhere and I have limited amount of time in this life. So let's say my boss says, hey, we'd like to offer you a promotion. Means more money, better title, but you gotta work 20 hours more a week. And let's say I have a family. So what values are competing? Maybe security and success and wealth and career. And on the other hand, I don't have as much time with my family. So there may be family orientedness and things I like to do in my personal time, like music. So it might be might take away from my ability to honor creativity and art and nature and things like that. So there's not a right or wrong here with what to do, but it's conceivable that either way I go, I could feel like I made the wrong decision. Let's say I take the job. I'm making more money. I'm not around as much. My family is saying, hey, if you were around here more, you'd know what's going on with Billy and school. And I'm thinking, gosh, maybe I should have just been there more for my family and made do with what we had. But if I went that direction, maybe family saying, hey, if you would have just taken that promotion, we could have taken this trip or we could have got this instrument or Billy could take this class and then, you know, we wouldn't be dealing with this. And I'm thinking, I made the wrong decision. So it's not about right or wrong. It's about what honors your values, your highest values. Choosing the path that you know honors what's important to you. Not the path that's easiest or smoothest. That's not going to define what a healthy choice for you is in life. But having the ability to elicit your values, be intentional, and then make choices that honor them will break people out of habit and help them get better results out of the most meaningful areas of their life. So part of that as a practice is centering. Centering with what's happening in the present moment. And usually when we find a deeper connection to the present moment through mindfulness, we feel calmer. Because most of our turmoil is not here and now, but what's outside of here and now. What else will be going on later or could happen later in the future, or what wasn't right in the past. But in the here and now, oftentimes we have everything we need. Centering ourselves and paying deeper attention to the here and now can help us forget all of those other things outside of the present moment. And the result is we feel grounded. Whatever you don't have is of no use to you in the present moment. 